Welcome back to the No Name Podcast. I got a lot. Well, I ain't gonna say I got a lot to say, but it's, it's a lot that's happened since the last podcast I posted. Um, last time we was talking about my boy starting his soccer season. That's how I know it's been a minute because they played two games. They two and zero. Kanan scored two goals, two assists, game one. And two goes, game two. My boys is on a fucking roll. <clears throat> Excuse me, they on a fucking roll. We play a top-ranked team, team this week, which is the number one team because we number two. And if you know how soccer goes, by points. So even though we got the same amount of points, once once it's tied at points, then it go toward then it go to goals. So they only above us because they got more goals scored against other teams than us. That's why I be trying when I be out there watching them niggas, I be trying to tell them niggas to run it up, run the fucking <coughs> run the fucking score up. Don't go out there and get a few goals, be satisfied, and just, be, you know, go out there and run the score up so we can get all the goals. Because that three points is cool. But we need all the goals. But anyway, we play the Rams next week. or Well, this week. So I got to give my boy a motivational speech. Last year, last year after they played, he walked off the field crying. We only lost by one. My boy walked off the field crying. They knocked us out of the championship contention. <clears throat> so make sure y'all send us all the good vibes and prayers y'all can, man. We got to beat them this year. <clears throat> That's the only team I'm worried about, honestly. If we beat them, we go into the championship and win it. It don't matter what other team from what other location. It don't matter. So y'all make sure y'all rooting for us. <clears throat> make sure you tap into the Twitch stream. I stream the games every Saturday. The games will be at either 9, 10, or 11. If you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, I post the times. Or you can just follow me on Twitch, download Twitch, and get the notification. It'll pop right up. But if y'all ain't never watched any of the streams that I that I talk about as far as the soccer game streams, if y'all never watched none of them, watch this one. This one going to be a big deal. This one's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a good game from beginning to end. Real aggressive. Real gritty. A lot of heart from both sides. Because we the only team that they got to worry about this year, too. <clears throat> They're not worried about none of the other teams in the um, 
in our little league. They didn't. They didn't whoop the, They they whoop on them every year. We the only team that either don't get. We the only team that either beat them or don't get whooped on. Last year we we lost by one. Every other every other team they scored twenty or more, ten or more. They only scored. They only scored four on us. And, and one of those goals we put in. It's going to be the rumble in the jungle. <coughs> That's what I'm calling it. The rumble in the jungle. That's what I'm dubbing it this, this week's game. The rumble in the jungle. Commanders versus the Rams. Number one, number two. Whoever win this game, nine times out of ten, is going to go on to the championship. No, I can't say if we're going to win the championship or if they're going to win the championship because I don't see that. <clears throat> like, the way our shit's set up, you win you win the, your location league and then whatever the top team is, they go play another team or another team or whatever for the fucking championship. I can't really give you the details because we ain't never been. The closest we been was last year. And the um, lady was talking to us about it. Like, oh, okay, so if you win this game, this is what happens, blah, 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 blah. And then after that, we lost. So she ain't say shit else to us. And the year before that, she ain't say shit about, you know what I'm saying? We didn't even get the playoff talk, the championship talk. So I guess they only tell that to the kids who actually got a chance. So that they not hyping up the other kids or, you know what I'm saying, letting them down, thinking they doing something when they not. Um, I don't know, but last year was the first year we got to talk. And then when we was in 6U, they don't even have, it's not it's not competitive. They don't count the, uh, they don't count your wins or none of that, like. I ain't gonna say it's not counted, but the league don't count it. Like you can't log on to the website and see the standings for six U. You can't log on to see the scores for six U. <clears throat> you just had to take score yourself and keep track yourself. Like six U was very different from eight U. But then the one lady, one lady on her um team her son ended up moving up to 11 you and he only nine so he like the youngest in 11 you she said it's way different the feel bigger um she just said it's a lot of notable it's a lot of noticeable changes and she said the cause is different they get they call them more stuff but i <clears throat> but as far as our games go, it just it really depends on the ref. One ref might call all of this, and then one ref might not call nothing but this. So we really don't know what what calls we gonna get or what calls gonna be being called till we get there and see who who refing the game. Like last week, we had a ref that every time we asked the score, he would only tell us the score by quarter. 
meaning he wouldn't tell us the full game score. So in the second quarter, it was two goals scored on both teams. So when the quarter was over, we asked him what's the score. He said two two. Nigga, that's not the score. I'm not. You know, I'm not asking for the score on the quarter. You know, I want to know what the fuck was what's the full game score. But like I said, every every week you get somebody doing something new. I pray next week we don't get somebody swallowing that whistle. Because <sighs> then it kind of feel like the kids against the league. It kind of feel like the kids against <clears throat> the refs. It ain't even the kids against the kid. And then I feel like the, I kind of feel like the lady that's our, uh, that run our um, location, I kind of feel like she's saying, she kind of like put them, put them in position to win so that they can represent our location and win the championship. So then she could say, well, yeah, uh, a, a team from my, uh, from the location I'm the manager of <clears throat> one. You gotta give us a chance. We just as good as them. We just as good as them. Only difference is they just run the score up. We're not on that. We're not keeping our best players in the whole fucking game. You're trying to let the other kids play. So yeah, we might get a league and <clears throat> put the other kids in. But I don't think we're doing that this week. Can't afford to do that this week. <sighs> and we need a longer practice this week. And under that hour shit, we need to be out there, bitch, two hours. We need to be out there, bitch, two hours. We need to be working. They damn near need to do breakout. See, that's another thing. I get it. They're young, but y'all, you got to break them out. You can't have the defense with the defense, learning defensive shit, <clears throat> but then and then had the offense kids working with the defensive kids. Now, the defensive kids, when they get in the game, they want to score and shit. And then the scorers, the strikers, the offense kids, they want to fall back and play defense because you're running up the practice you run in the practice where all the kids on one accord. But you can't have all the kids on one accord as far as the plays you're making because they doing they doing different jobs in the play. That's what that's what that's what we need to do. And don't get me wrong, we my our coach is not ass. Our coach is not ass by any means. Our first, our first year, I don't, I, don't, I can't remember, because we played six U. Our first year with them was six U. So we wasn't ass. It just didn't count. So I don't remember whatever the fuck the uh, record was. But then our our next, our next two after that, we was four and three. They won coach of the year. 
Then we was five and two. We didn't win Coach of the Year last year, but fuck it. We we was five and two. We almost went to the championship. The really the last two games we just dropped the ball. The last game after we lost to the Rams, the last game we just they the kids knew it didn't count. I won't say they gave up. I'll just say they just didn't give a fuck as much as they did the game before. Because regardless, it was the end of the season. Whether they won or not, it was the end of the season. We was going to finish in second. The lady had already explained it to everybody. So, uh, I wouldn't say they gave up. It just, I feel like they just went out there to have fun. They're like, this is our last game. Let's just have some fun with it. Win, lose, or draw. I think we only lost by one. I can't remember. I think we only lost by one or something. It wasn't no outrageous score. But I think they just was like, fuck it, we going out here, let's have fun. They just played everybody and shit like that. But, no, nah, this year, we need to have a, <clears throat> at least an hour and a half practice. I know it's school and shit. It's only one week. We ain't going to do this no other weeks. Do an hour and a half or two hours. The first hour. Um, no, I wouldn't even say the first hour. Yeah, the first hour, you break them up. Y'all do drills based on position. You had defense. You had defense work on work work on balls coming in that box or in that in the half of their field. Then you had offense work on passing and scoring. That's all they need to work on: passing and scoring on that side of the field. Because you, you you telling them don't fall back. So you need to keep them on one half and have them work on, you know what I'm saying? I'm down there going to tell her that, like, we need to do an hour and a half practice and, and do breakout. And then in the last hour, you bring them back together, y'all scrimmage. Or you put together what y'all, what y'all didn't learn. The only reason I don't want to coach is because I'm not going to get the kids. I'm not going to get their team. Like, I want to coach their team because I'm going to have them right. Oh, God, I'm going to have them right. They're going to be like, damn, this nigga. I'm going to have them right. Hour and a half. Hour and a half, I'm going to get them together every week. First half, we're going to break out. Defense going to work on coming up and kicking the ball out and shit like that, blocking the goal and shit like that. Offense going to work on making goals, what to do when they get down there, what to do when they in that box, how to fight in that box to get the goal. That's another thing we need to work on. We get in the box and don't and don't push. You know what I'm saying? Like not we'll be we we have possession on this on the, on the field that on the side of the field that we need to have it on, but we can't push in the box. <clears throat> But I'm definitely going to tell her, though, like I suggest that we do breakouts, defense with defense, work on defensive drill, defensive shit, and offense, doing offensive shit. Have your strikers kicking goals. There's no reason for the strikers to be doing defensive drills when you want them to play up for 45 minutes. And again, like I said, I love the coaches, but. That's just a tip, a suggestion. I'm definitely going to suggest it for sure. Like, look. 
This what it is. I don't give a fuck though. I'm vocal. I got, I'm in a group chat with their ass right now. I send whatever the fuck I want to send them, whenever. I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry it's late. I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry it's late, but I was thinking this and that. I send them whatever. <clears throat> I think we should play this, this, and this. I think the whole the whole reason we even run the the little plays that we run is because in the middle of the night I sent I set up some plays on freeform. Like, look, we play five on five. We need to have a a set formation. Next game we went out. I think we scored fifteen. It was like fifteen five. The whole formation we use now is because I. He made the shit on free form, sent it in the group chat, huh? We can use this. This the five this the five best formations. And even though we only use two of them, shit they work. <clears throat> we use five and two. So I'm real vocal, so I don't give a fuck about texting their ass or none of that shit. I be sending them YouTube videos for inspiration. Last year before the game Against the team we about to play this week, I I sent them a clip of uh, uh Friday Night Lights. Told them we got some mental legacy. We almost did it, but we got another chance to do it. We undefeated. We both two and zero, number one and number two. A rumble in the jungle, Rouge Park. What day is that? September first, September second. September 2nd, be there. It's the rumbling jum- jungle, 9 a.m. I was going to call that bitch the Detroit Cup, but I called another game that before the end. <clears throat> so this ain't the Detroit Cup. This the rumbling the jungle. This part two, really. This really part two. Part one was last year. We both met 5-0. and oh. Somebody had to go home with an L. It was us. But this year we back. Same team. We got like three new, three new noticeable players. Well, no, we got about three. We got three new players. Two of them noticeable. So, let's see what we can mix up. Y'all ain't going to miss this. I ain't going to lie. The people, the people that be streaming the games, they know. That's why they stream. They be like, this little shit intense. They be like, this little shit intense. I wish it was a, I wish it was a way I could mic them up. So that when I'm streaming the game, you will hear him. And what the coach is saying and what the kids saying, shit like that. But. That's too that's too much that's too much for right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just eight year old soccer. I'm trying to have them two out there, two, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna do all of that yet. Just yet. Just yet. Follow the journey. We're gonna be on that. But um, what else happened since the last Bishop Sycamore documentary came out? That shit was crazy. This nigga, he just don't believe he was in the wrong at all. He just like, well, y'all allowed me to do it, so it, it wasn't wrong. Like, bro, you broke the fucking rules to be on fucking TV. 
then while you was on TV, you got your ass whooped. You really was on TV for no reason. Like, yeah, you bamboozled ESPN and all of this shit you got on TV, but what was the point? And then this nigga had a PPP loan and every last kid in that. They just flipping through the loans. You watch the documentary, they just flipping through the loans. Like, what the fuck? How is you taking out? <laughs> well, I guess they wasn't kids because they was like 18, 19, you know, shit like that. But it's like, bro, you fucking up. They shit. Like, they, they come in here thinking that they actually doing something to further their career because they not done with football. And you just on straight bullshit. You like, like, come on, man. That shit just, it's funny, but it's not funny because it's kids, like, actually affected. It's, I wouldn't even say kids, but young adults that's actually affected by this man and his fucking, he just was, like, arrogant, I guess. Like, he was, like, a sociopath or something. Like, he just wanted people to like him. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Cause niggas not sitting at home like, yeah, let me let me let me come up with a school. Let me make a school. Get foot like nobody nobody sitting at home thinking like that. Besides this nigga. This nigga was at the crib thinking like that. They playing some bullshit on YouTube. I'm probably about to cut it off. Matter of fact, let me cut this off right now, cause it's distracting me. But Come on, man. That's a, it was it's a good documentary though. Um, what else have I oh defending Jacob? That shit was straight. It's a lot of plot twists in that shit. You just I will say it's dry. But when the plot twists, plot twists, they plot twists. Even all the way up until the end, you like, what the fuck is going on? Like this is some crazy white people shit. <clears throat> but it's good though. It's like about this fucking. I don't know if he a state's attorney. Um, I don't know what it is, but Captain America, like a state's attorney or something. This nigga son catch a body basically. This nigga, this nigga help helping the lawyers defend his son. That's the gist of it. If I say anything else, you will know the whole story. Matter of fact, I need to camp cancel my fucking Apple Plus. Because I had a free trial. I'm done with that shit. I don't give a fuck about that shit no more. I watched, um... I watched Swagger. Something else. Oh, Silo. Swagger Silo defending Jacob. And now I'm down with that shit. The only the only other thing I will watch on there is um is The only other thing I watch on there right now is uh, messy soccer. But I would say renew September eighth. Still about to cancel it. 
Uh, just in case, shit. But the only other thing I watch on there is messy soccer, but <clears throat> I got the free stream for that, so it's no point. Any fucking MLS game I want to watch, I can watch. And I'm not watching every MLS game. I ain't even going to lie to you. I'm only watching Inter-Miami uh, MLS games. MLS is like the bottom of the totem pole in soccer. Um, I ain't going to say it's the bottom of the totem pole, but it's not the biggest. It's bigger soccer stages than that. Like when you're watching sports, you want to watch that shit at the highest level. You want to watch, like the NBA is the highest level of basketball. If you watch any other basketball leagues, you not, you just watching <clears throat> you watching basketball, not watching the highest level of basketball. So when you watch sports, you want to watch the highest level of whatever it is. Like even major major league baseball, that's the highest level of baseball. People from all over the world want to come here to play in a major league baseball. Listen, I like that with soccer. With soccer, people want to go to other countries. Americans want to get picked up by other. Uh, leagues outside of MLS. Like they they they'll go to like they'll go to MLS. Don't get me wrong, you're gonna get paid, but people wanna go to La Liga, Premier League, uh Bunster League or shit like that. USA is not known for soccer. So I wouldn't watch none of that shit. What else have I been watching? I haven't been watching shit. Because it's not shit. Oh, winning time. Winning time getting good as fuck. I'm so tired of Paul Westhead. Even though I know the story. <coughs> like what's about to happen and shit like that. I wish Winning Time dropped all the episodes at once. Because Winning Time is a good ass show. It's a, it's a sports drama. We don't get a lot of those. And if and if we do get a sports drama, it's mediocre. It's all American. Um, Swagger is damn near like all American with a bigger budget and better actors or bigger actors. I say. Um, it just really ain't gonna get sports dramas. So that that shit with that winning time is a good ass sports drama, even though it's based on some shit that we know, or you know, heard the stories of, or shit that's been documented. You know, watch documentaries on it a whole bunch of times. It's still like good as fuck just to see it played out, or being played out. So this nigga Paul Westhead, this nigga the coach, he think he got this fucking system. Run the system. Run the system. And they is winning with the system, but they winning by they barely win. They barely winning. They winning by one, two, four, shit like that. Or it's tying, and they winning in overtime by one, shit like that. <clears throat> and Nick, I don't know what what he trying to be. I I, I don't know because I, I don't know the Paul Westhead story. I don't know the Lakers or Irving Mac Johnson this and that. I don't know the Paul Westhead story, so I don't know what the fuck he trying to be. He trying to insert his dominance or. 
whatever it is he got going on, but it's pissing me the fuck off. Even though I know he about to get fired, cause uh, right after Magic, right after Magic, the manager trade, he said either I go or West Head go. So I know that's what I know he about to get fired in the, either the next episode or episode after that. But get this nigga the fuck gone. Seeing this nigga act the shit out, that shit pissing me off. And the only reason I say is is kind of uh, the only reason I say I believe this is how the nigga act is because it's based on the book. <clears throat> and the book is written by a nigga who was there. So how the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, we know that his shit ain't going to be 100% true. But this nigga, I, I know this nigga was arrogant. Like, I know the dialogue ain't word for word what he was saying or this is how the meetings went, blah, blah, blah. But I know this nigga was acting like an asshole. Because that's why Magic said, nigga, nigga trade me or... Him, nigga. I just got 25 million. I'm a young nigga. Just got 25 million, nigga. What the fuck am I doing? Like, nigga ain't just requesting no trade like that. If they just get 25 M's at this point in time. This point in time, nigga. That's the highest paid contract ever. At this point in time. Like, obviously, we know, nigga. Niggas getting more cheese now. But at this point in time, that's the highest paid contract ever. Ever. Like him, like him and Wilt Chamberlain, they was like the niggas who got the niggas paid. Like, another good documentary, Goliath. That's about Wilt Chamberlain. But without him and Irvin, without him and Irvin, it wouldn't be no shit that niggas is getting now. It wouldn't have been none of the shit that the niggas was getting then. Because for a long time, Wilt had the large, largest NBA contract in history. And that was 100K. But in that time, like for that for him and at that time, that shit was great. And then Bill Russell had it after him. Because Bill Russell, like, how this nigga got the highest paid contract, and I got fucking six, seven, eight um championships. I think he, I think this he was on championship eight or some shit. He was on championship seven or eight. He like, how the fuck this nigga get a hundred? And I get, uh, whatever he was getting. They didn't even say what he was getting. But Will really wanted a hundred, and he wanted to own, <coughs> he wanted to own some of the, uh, some of the um Philadelphia what they was at the time. I forgot what they was. They wasn't the Sixers yet though. Philadelphia Warriors or some shit. I don't, I don't know, but him and Irvin, they the reason for that shit. But watch Wayne Time though. That shit good as hell. It's a good ass sports drama. Even though it's if you if you didn't watch the Lakers uh Showtime Dynasty documentaries or Lakers Lakers versus Bird documentaries, then you you know the story, but it's just good as hell seeing the actor guy and shit. They on, um, I think they, I, I can't remember what year they on. They, they on whatever year uh, Irvin Matt Johnson said he want to be traded. They passed, the, they passed the year where they won the championship. And then I think Bird took like the next two or three. So I think they in year four or some shit like that. <laughs> year four or whatever. Year four when Magic got there. 
It's somewhere around there because Kareem breaking down. He still got the respect of the teammates, but they know that nigga getting out. But that shit good as fuck. Watch that. Watch that and watch um Goliath. Will Chamberlain was a little crazy. I still don't believe that nigga scored 100 points, though. Still don't believe that. Uh... I don't believe I don't know how points go. I ain't seen it. Definitely. You know. I ain't seen it. Ain't no record of it. Wasn't a, it, what the game just miraculously wasn't being called. No TV, nothing. All you guys are picture him in a hundred. If I see one play, I believe it. I ain't saying Wilt was ass. Or he wasn't a good player or whatever. Anything you want to say, I ain't saying none of that. I'm just saying I don't believe that nigga scored 100 points. I believe, I believe Kobe scored. Yeah, I think Kobe scored <clears throat> 81 points. I think he holds the record. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Will Chamberlain, too, but I just think Kobe holds the record. I seen Kobe do that shit. I can show, I can show my son. I can show my son Kobe doing that shit. I can type it in on YouTube. Like, look, son, Kobe scored 81 points. I can't type it in on YouTube. Look, son. Uh, Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain scored 100 points. All I'm going to get is a bunch of fan-made videos. The niggas talking about it. I'm going to just get a bunch of fan-made videos. The niggas talking about it. A bunch of little niggas that wasn't there. Probably younger than me. Trying to make YouTube content, so they like, hey, let me make a video about uh, let me make a video about this. They want to make sports YouTube. That be the thing. You gotta on YouTube. You gotta watch out for them fan made videos, cause them fan made videos are how you bias, how you thinking shit that don't even really matter. Because they just fan made and they, they always one way anyways. And then they get you with the clickbait. Like the funny the funniest fan made video I ever seen. It's not it's not even, I won't say the video is funny, but the title is just like No, it's two of them. About sports. Like the the the, <laughs> the downfall oh no no it's um Marco is Markel Phelps woke up one day and just forgot how to shoot. <coughs> and it's a nigga just hoeing Markel folk. And then it's another video. It's it's about Ben Simmons. It's a Ben Sim how Ben Simmons just completely forgot to play basketball. 
like when you when I'm sitting there at work late night and I scroll past see shit like that, that shit is hilarious. Then you click it, and it's just a nigga talking shit like he finding all the nigga worst clips like <laughs> clip one, exhibit one. The day it was like the day Markel Fultz tweeted this da 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 da. Every game after that, he only scored average this and that. This was the day that he <laughs> forgot how to forgot how to shoot. And then after that, he was taken out of the rotation and still didn't learn how to shoot to get put back into rotation. And then it'd be like at the end it'd be like after sir after having two seasons on the bench, what will Orlando Magic do with Markel Fultz? Or did he really or did he really just for learn really Really, uh, or did he really just forget how to shoot? And will he ever make it back in the NBA? Like, it just be funny as fuck. I think the funniest hands down, like fan, I, I call them fan videos because it's really just fans of niggas, but really homemade. The funniest homemade, like YouTube video, YouTube documentary I've seen. That's like in that category is this one about Forex. I'm gonna find it and, and try and put it in the description. Bro, the one about Forex is so funny. It's a girl. And she just showing like I ain't gonna say she just showing because she actually talking about it. And she was involved in it, and then I, and she realized, like, oh, I'm just on some clownery type shit. But, damn, I cannot remember. It's like Cap USD. It's called, like, Cap USD Forex Traders. Like, basically calling them Cap. <clears throat> like, basically saying that they Cap-ass niggas. But, basically, she just showing, like, what they was doing. Like, she finding, like, they old motivational speaking videos. Videos she was calling it, like, I'm going to. I'm going to retire my mom this year. This, that, and that, and that, and that. That is financial freedom. I have financial freedom. We here now getting money. Everybody laughed at you, told you you shouldn't come. Look at what you're doing now. Now you're going home with more money than you had when you came. Blah, 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 blah. I just lying. And then she showed a now video. They working or they doing something different. She was just holding their ass, cutting into their ass. And then she had, like, a few interviews. <sighs> you know, when somebody be interviewing somebody, when you can tell, like, when they're trying to be funny. Like, she asking them questions. Like, they were Zoom interviews. Because, obviously, it's homemade. She, she she didn't have the money to fly to these people. Or had the money to fly them out. But she, she, she trying to, like... <laughs> Get them to say certain shit or trying to be funny, like and, and oh yeah, and that's when you realize that it was that it was dumb, or that's when you realize like oh I'm lying, because it's just like <clears throat> that shit was a wild time. But if you watch that, that shit is not only funny, is it like it like it tell you you know what I'm saying like you learn. I ain't gonna say you learn about forex, but you learn about how they was lying and how it was a scam and all that shit. But 
It's just funny as far as a bunch of funny moments in that bitch. The funniest moments is when she's showing the niggas that when she's showing their old videos of them doing this and that. And some I ain't gonna lie, some of them niggas not not all the forex niggas is broke. <clears throat> like yeah, they not screaming forex no more, but they didn't spend all they the money that they did make, or they you know they took some 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 type of shit from it. She was showing she was she was she wasn't just being biased like oh they all broke now at work doing this like she showed the ones that was you know had their own little e courses e books and um excuse me uh you know little entrepreneurial business you know all of that shit she showed them too but I mean I feel like if you can go and convince convince a room full of people that they about to be millionaires and and uh. Uh, tire their mama and daddy and this and that. There's no way you shouldn't be broke. You got the gift of gab. If you if you can convince people to fly out and shack up in an Airbnb, that's that's another funniest part of the documentary. They like every so they had these Airbnbs, right? <clears throat> And you thinking that it's just a few of them in the Airbnb because they making videos and shit. Oh, this what we own. This blah, 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 whatever. And then they might have a meeting. Somebody, you know, recording somebody talking in the meeting. But when they was making them personal, they was taking turns. So they really in a house with about 20 people. Telling them like, yeah, sit down so I can make my videos. All right, now you upload your videos. Like we, it's a lifestyle we gotta promote. It's a lifestyle we gotta promote. So they all in there, bitch, taking different turns, taking different videos of the Airbnbs, different sections of the house. Taking different sections of the house, shit like that. But they, they really shacking up in that bitch. It's 10, 12 of them to one bedroom. They in a three bedroom B&B. Just down that line. Then the one funniest video. I ain't gonna say it's the one funniest, but another funny video from that bitch. They all outside. <clears throat> they all outside on the phone. I guess they trying to recruit niggas. Um, I don't know. They not. They you, you you never notice. You ever notice like none of the forex niggas was actually doing forex. That's that's the part that always. That, I ain't gonna lie. I, I I had talked to one of them niggas. I ain't gonna lie. I talked to one of them niggas. I was gonna sign up. A nigga almost had me. This was during them clubhouse days. During them clubhouse days, when Air, this was like when it was this was like when it was still exclusive. Like you just was jumping on that. Like you had to get the uh, um, damn, what was it? The invite. You had to get the invite to get on that bitch. And niggas only had two invites at the time. Shit like that. And they was doing the rooms, and you go up in the room, and you promote your business, or you listen to other people talk about business. And low key was great for somebody that did forex because this is what they do anyway. They they get in the room and talk about people. I mean, talk talk <clears throat> talk to people about shit. So this was low key great for their ass.
so like I said, niggas was talking about for it. Niggas was on that bitch trying to recruit niggas. Like, yeah, you know, I'm a money, I'm a uh, online money entrepreneur, da 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 da. Just whatever. So at the time, it sounded. I don't know why it was sounding good because this was Clubhouse was popping when fucking unemployment was popping. So I don't even know why the fuck I was even interested. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <clears throat> on that bitch listening. Bro, end up following me on the ground, connect, whatever. We do the interview. Bro can't tell me how to make the money. He can't tell me how to make the money from Forex. All he's telling me is, you you pay you pay this. Uh, you I'm gonna send you this link. You pay your fees, and then you get access to the academy, and then you go into the academy, and you learn. So I'm like. Well, why wouldn't I just pay to have access to the website and just learn that way? And he's like, oh, well, you can't. You have to be invited to some, through somebody that's already in the academy. This and the third. Once you get in the academy, you will, you, that's how you will learn. That's, the, that's, the, that's how you will learn. But he kept saying, like, the business, the business. He's like, you will learn the business. And then we, I'll put you in my group, and then we'll talk about the business, the business. The business was recruiting other motherfuckers to pay that whatever. Then he like, yeah, and then the more people you recruit, the less your payment is per month. He like, right now, I don't pay anything. I just, like, I just work on the business. I just work on the business. But he never said nothing about what he actually learned, like during the court, during the courses that he wanted, that he was telling me to go on the website and get into. He was like, "That's how people learn a business. That's how people learn a business." So I'm asking him, like, so it ain't it ain't like I just joined a group and um, blah blah blah. He like, well, yeah, you will join a group and the, the whatever P whatever send calls and you follow those calls, blah blah blah. But the but he, but then he was like, but the the um the the more you do the business, the better the cause will be. So basically, saying the more people I recruit, the better trades they'll they'll give out that they find or whatever. I don't know. I don't fucking know. It just was some bullshit. I just, I just told that nigga, I'm like, honestly, bro, you're not even telling me that. You just telling like, you want me to sign up through you to get on the website and learn through some shit that they got, and but I don't even have access to like test it out or see what they saying or anything. And I'm just supposed to spend three hundred, and I don't even know what the course consists of or anything, because all you talking about is recruiting people, talking to people, all of this shit. No, sir. But so I'm happy to say they did not get me. They did not get me. And the thing is, forex is really real. Like the foreign exchange, foreign exchange, trading on trading on the foreign exchange, all of that shit is really real. It's a show called Industry. It's on HBO Max, and it's about um a girl from America, and she goes to work at a bank in uh in the UK somewhere, but she doesn't work on the um on the stocks and all of that side. She works on the the foreign exchange side. 
and she helping people. She helping people invest, uh, not invest their money, but make money with the foreign exchange, with foreign exchange and shit like that. So it's not fake, but what they doing is not real. What they was doing was not real. That's just the <laughs> that's the gist of it. What they was doing was not real. Recruiting people to do this and do that. All of that, that shit was fake. It wasn't on none of that. Um, yeah, watch that shit. Really, any any uh any fucking forex documentary on YouTube because they all homemade. So it's it's nine times out of ten, it's probably more funny ones. But that one was just funny because. The way she was talking to the people and and the way that she found the uh the then and now pictures. Cause some of them niggas, some of them niggas was just at Amazon. And, and like I said, it's not nothing wrong with that, but it's just like the fact that you was saying all of this to be right here. You could have wasted all the time you wasted doing that bullshit, you could have just been growing, being productive. Doing something. Doing something productive. And the crazy thing is, it, it was people making money off the real foreign exchange, like having real calls and real plays and shit. But they wasn't giving them plays out. That's how they was maintaining their lifestyle. That's how they was, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't driving their plays into the ground and giving them out. They had they probably had a nigga that they was fucking with that taught them that didn't even know that they was doing this foreign exchange, IMG, whatever bullshit. Whatever the academy was called. They probably had a nigga that they was fucking with, learning from, who was teaching them, who that didn't know nothing about their little side hustle they had going on. So they was not giving that shit out. They probably was giving it out to like the highest niggas to like, like I said, to keep them, to keep maintaining the lifestyle. Like you, you selling money, you selling money to people. So you have to look like money. The same with a rapper. If I'm, if I'm rapping about cars, jewelry, clothes, I have to have on cars, jewelry, and clothes. I have to have the best cars or at least rent them, be seen in them. Because that's the image I'm portraying. So when you when they was doing that shit, they was they was selling financial fucking uh financial success. Selling wealth and luxury. Like, oh, if you do this, you can you can be like this. Whole time. No, you couldn't. <laughs> you was never gonna be like them. You was never gonna have if they if they did have because a lot of them, like I said, was just rent Airbnbs and would go and and talk and do zooms and all that shit in the Airbnb and then go home at night. Go home at night. The little content studio, all of that shit. That shit. I, I'm not gonna say it came. It came from the forex. The idea of forex. But I'm the de- forex definitely fucking drove the fucking market. Content studios, content homes, all of that. Why not? Like it probably it probably was little content homes and studios and shit popped up here and there. Blah blah blah. 
but once you but once it was a actual need on a day-to-day basis for niggas to have a house to sit in and do zooms on and facetimes and this and that i'm, I'm pretty sure that drove the market up Cause your your average your average con man your average con man is not thinking to do all of that. Your average con man is gonna gonna go to the friend house that has that stuff. He gonna borrow it from the friend or get the fake. You know what I'm saying? That, that's your average con man. I know a, a girl I used to talk to. She did, she didn't like her living situation, so. Every time we would FaceTime, well, we wouldn't FaceTime unless she was at her one auntie crib. Because the background is presentable. The back, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, obviously, I didn't keep fucking with her. But what she was selling on her Instagram and portraying to be was rich auntie. So she had to go sit at her rich auntie crib and look like in the background. When we FaceTime, looked like in the background she had some shit going on. That wasn't her crib. She didn't stay there. She didn't lay her head there every night. But that the point I'm making is that's just what they had to do. So I know they drove the market up. But your average con man is not, it's not doing that. They they took that shit serious. They took that shit serious, especially during um <clears throat> COVID twenty twenty. When niggas was just sitting in the house, every every nigga didn't get unemployment. Like some people was really around this bitch starving. Like nigga, they denying me, or they just you know what I'm saying? They just wasn't getting it, or it was too late to the point where it was like shit over with. So I'm just fucked, or you know what I'm saying? Like people were still sitting around, really trying to get money. Not everybody was a scammer or, you know what I'm saying? So people still trying to get money. You talking to a whole bunch of people sitting in the crib, not knowing what their next move is, not knowing what they going to do, not knowing how they going to eat. Telling them as long as you got a phone and you can talk, you're going to make money. As long as you got a phone and you can talk, you're going to make money. Then I remember I asked that nigga about the the MetaMask app because I'm like I can't even find it this and that blah blah, and they're like oh don't worry about that how the fuck I'm not gonna worry about that when it's the whole when that's the way I make the fucking money. What the fuck are you talking about? That was a time though. That was the time. And it, and it's the cra- the craziest part was when niggas would tell you like, Oh, you must not like money. Oh, you must wanna be broke. I can't fuck with no nigga that wanna be broke. Da 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 I can't have no people like people was they was talking down. Talking down on you like nigga, you don't wanna you don't wanna do this, you don't wanna do that. Like talking down on niggas, making niggas feel like shit. I remember seeing tweets. Niggas posting videos in their stories. Nigga, never forget when TG hold that one nigga. Like, what happened to that Forex money, yo, broke ass? 
Niggas was definitely on that shit. Sad, uh, predatory, predatory marketing is low, low key, low key. The new forex is sports betting groups. Let's talk about it. The new, the new forex is sports betting groups. Not sports betting. Sports betting groups. Sports betting groups. <clears throat> It's a, I won't even say, it's, it's, that's all it is, it's Forex. It's some, them niggas, them niggas is literally getting on Twitter, Instagram, telling you, nigga, if you, if you don't, if you like money, if you like money, join my group. If you don't stay broke, nigga, bum ass nigga. <laughs> Bum ass brokey. They get you to join it. That first of all, let me tell you about the dark side of sports gambling. Dark side, dark side, dark side. Them them niggas that selling picks. They are only posting the picks that they. They are only posting the picks that win. That's one. So if you see a nigga, if you see a nigga post a ticket, you see a nigga post a ticket, and he not posting his losses. Of course, in your mind, you gonna think all this nigga do is win. So that's that's red flag one. The the tick they not posting they they hold they not posting every ticket. If I'm trying to get you to join my group for a hundred dollars a month, fifty dollars a month, twenty dollars a month, why would I post the L's? I don't want you to think I lose. That's red flag one. If you gonna fuck with a nigga, make sure that nigga transparent. Make sure the nigga show his L's. Niggas tell me like, oh, I buy my picks from you. I tell niggas like, bro, I don't. I'm not a everyday winner. Or I don't win all the time, or I don't, you know what I'm saying? I tell niggas, like, you might buy some shit today. You, you might buy what I'm, I mean, you, yeah, you might take what I'm taking today. Don't hit, and don't hit shit. As soon as you stop paying, I hit. I wouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? I don't got no edge like that. Like, I got edge, but I'm transparent. If a nigga still want to, you know, whatever, boom, boom, it's that. But I'm for sure tell niggas, like, nigga, I'm not that, I'm not that yet. I'm paying little bills and shit. Niggas buying chains and shit. <laughs> I ain't that yet. But that's that's first. That's predatory. Of course I'm you know what I'm saying? That's predatory. That's one way it's predatory. Two. You get in them groups. That's when you realize, like, oh, this nigga is ass. All the shit that he been talking, all the tickets, da 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 da. That's when you find out these niggas is post sending 50, they they sending 20 to 50 plays a day because they betting with your money that you signed up with that they charging these niggas every month, every month. If they go broke and don't have a dollar to spend on sports bet every month when that shit renew, turn over, boom, I now, now I have more money to bet with. 
So they never going to lose. And they send 20 to 50, 50 players a day. You have to bet all 50 of them or 20, however many they send, to hit one, one to five. You might hit five out of 50. And then, then you got the then you got the niggas that don't that just play parlays. You might not hit shit. A parlay is a parlay. We know how we know what parlays is. I say there's a lot of. So, like, come on, man. Like it's, it's 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 some Twitter. I mean, it's some gambling beef in the in the gambling community right now. Cause a nigga had made a comment. A nigga had made. A, he kind of got like a big following, and then he made a comment about discourse. Like uh, the nigga. It was it was talking about Phil. It was it was talking about Phil uh Mickelson Nicholson whatever, betting over a billion dollars or whatever, and it was like he wait he wagered up towards a, a billion dollars, and he re and he quoted the tweet like. Damn, he must have been trying to uh he must have been trying to tell every player in the Discord. And the Discord niggas didn't like it. The niggas who own Discords and have Discords didn't like it. Of course they didn't like it because they got a because he got a big following kinda now. He got a following. And if it's fifty thousand if he got fifty thousand followers and they all in the gambling community Think of, it's, it's you know what I'm saying. It's only so many people. It's only, I say it's only so many big big people that big that people following. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you got your little cappers here and there, but like if you in the gamble community, you know the big ones. You know the top names like right now or whatever. So if I got fifty thousand, if, if if he got fifty thousand following and I got two hundred thousand following, nine times out of ten, his the fifty thousand people that follow him follow me as well. Because I'm I'm a fucking sports better. My page is for cappers. My page is all sports betting and play. So nine times out of ten, everybody that's following me is doing the same thing. So he made the comment like, "Damn, he must have been trying to tell every uh, he must have been trying to tell every uh, playing the Discord, and the Discord niggas didn't like it because that's what the, but that's what they be on. Y'all send out a hundred players a day." <laughs> That's forex, bro. That's forex, bro. Y'all niggas tell me if I if I don't like money, if I don't like money. I mean, if I like money, join your group. I join the group. It's a whole different thing than what you portrayed. You portrayed to me that you was hitting every day. You making thousands and thousands. And that's really not what it was. I join your group. I'm spending fifty to a hundred dollars a month. Which is either six hundred or or twelve hundred a year, and in order to make and in order to make my money back, I have to play every bet. And then in order to play every bet, I might not can't even bet what you betting because you sending me so many and you playing off of all our money, all your subscribers' money, your members' money. I'm not playing off my members' money. I'm playing off my money that I that I get up and go to work and make. So now I'm doing a hundred two dollar bets. The one bet that hit don't even cover the fucking hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit. That shit is for it. 
Oh, copy and paste. That's all it is. Copy and paste. They send you these plays. They either work or they don't work. Just how, just like Forex was. They were sending, they were sending plays. They worked or they didn't work. And when once, once shit stopped working, recruit, recruit, recruit. Once your plays ain't hitting, go back into the They start posting old plays that hit. Old plays that hit. Remember this. If you if you if you don't want to miss this. They start posting old play like right now. NC the NCA uh football about to come on and um basketball about to come on. So everybody posting their old basketball uh oh and NFL. So everybody posting their old NFL uh, hits and old uh um what is it the NCAA yeah the NCAA uh the college football hits and shit like that. Cause now they gotta recruit. We gotta recruit. It's a new season. We gotta recruit. We gotta get the niggas that wasn't in here. Got to get the niggas that wasn't in here last year, so they think I'm doing something. Boom, we need this money. We need, to, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just like forex. It's just like forex, and just how you can learn forex yourself, you can learn sports betting yourself. You don't have to go crazy with sports betting to make money. I'm telling you, I'm I'm living proof. I don't go I don't go crazy with sports betting. I bet what I can, I win what I can, and that be that. I win. I, I try and win more than I lose, but I don't go like I don't. I, I don't win enough to <laughs> to you know go buy chains or this and that. I win enough to shit money in my pocket, pay bills, have extras, take my take my girl out on a date. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't won that much. No, I ain't gonna say I ain't won that much. I I ain't won. Like how other niggas is, but this year I'm up in my bet, so I'm gonna win more. But just like forex, you can reach, you can just research. All you gotta do is research some shit. All the capper is doing is using fucking trends or uh, analytics, numbers, stats. That's all they doing. The over under ten. This nigga average 15, I'm going with the over. You know what I'm saying? Like stats like that, shit like that. Then you got something, then you just got the, your research can just go more in depth. And then once you figure out a tick in your research that keep working, keep betting it. That's it. Once you figure out a tick in your research that keep working, keep betting it. Once you find a trend that keep hitting, keep betting. Messi anytime goal score. That's tr- that's a trend. It keeps it keeps hitting. It didn't hit didn't hit last game. I mean the game before last. But it's a trend. Keep betting it till they run out. Make your cheese. All it is is research. It's just, it's just about how in depth you get with your research. How on point is your research? You know what I'm saying? Some niggas get real dirty with it. They be, they get to um, the weather, all type of shit. Like LeBron James has, a, when it when it was raining and and when it was raining in California, uh, and it was a Tuesday, and he played at seven, 
he on, he only averaged 12 points. So I'm going with the, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas get real in-depth with it. We have all type of factors added into the research. But all you got to do is research and you'll win. Now, sometimes you do get lucky. You pick them teams and they hit or whatever. But all you got to do is do a little research. Do a little research. Make a make a educated make an educated bet. Don't just don't just have a bet off blind faith. Do a little research. At, at least if you lose at least if you lose a bet that was research, it's like damn you know bro just came up short, but it wasn't a bad bet. But if you just betting anything, that's a bad bet. You just bet anything hoping for the best. That's a bad bet. What is your chances of hitting that? Your chances of hitting a bet that's research is way higher than your chances. Than your chances of hitting a bet that you just pick, you just boop boop boop, just on that bitch picking shit. Cause I mean, obviously you either win it or you hit it. But the chances of winning, the chances of picking the right pick is higher when you do research see me me I do about hour two hours of research it, it just depends on it just it depends on how many games what games I like shit like that if it's if it's a slow night you know it might be a two game night I might bet on one of the games. I might not bet on both games. I might bet on one of the games. And then I might I might not feel I might I might not it just depend on the game. Like I said, depend on the game. That's that's what it really what it is. You gotta you don't have to bet every game. You got on that NBA schedule, you pick out the game that you like. I'm texting, but you pick out the games that you like or that you got good edge on. If you don't don't pick a game, don't be, bet on a game that don't got no players that you, you know what I'm saying, no players that you interested in betting on, or no players that you even you know got the slightest info on. I'm not I'm not betting on no team that I don't know nothing about the players. Why would I do that? I don't. No, pick out pick out the games that you like. Pick out the player if you're gonna bet props. Pick out the props that you like. For, I mean the players and the props that you like, and the, and you know you shoot, but you don't you don't have to bet every game a prop or a parlay for every game. You don't have to bet every day. I don't bet every day. Some days I take breaks. Shit, some weeks I take breaks. Cause when you, when you doing like when you doing that research and all that shit, that shit can get intense sometimes. And then losing and all of that, that shit that shit uh, um have you down. You be like, damn, I can't hit shit. And you and then you just chasing losses because you just trying to win. And then when you finally do win, excuse me. And then when you finally do win, it's just all the money that you just lost. That you just chasing back. Um, yeah.
What the fuck? Oh yeah, you just gotta do what I'm telling you. I tell everybody when they be like, "Oh, send me a pic." I be like, "Bro," especially girls. I I don't know. Girls is girls just got a different way of thinking. But girls is willing to do the lazy work. Whereas, and what do I mean by the lazy work and sports bed? A girl will sit there and make charts. Uh, you know, you know she'll become the real analyst. She'll be in that bitch putting shit together. Whether whether it's whether it's helpful or not, she'll be in that bitch putting little charts on up, to, putting charts together. Just just doing research from a little, just a different, just a different type of way. Whereas a nigga, he he gon' a man, he gon' stick stick to what he know. He gon' stick to the way he researched it. He ain't doing shit different. He ain't, you know what I'm saying? He gonna be like, well, shit, I, I won this way before, so I'm sticking to this. Where a girl would be like, you know. They just, I don't know. It's just that they just more observant. They more, uh, they just not lazy. And like, that's all I can say. Like any girl I, I've, I've talked to as far as sports betting, they just wasn't lazy when it came to doing the research. And they always had good insight or, or just always looked at it from a different perspective. A, gr- a girl is actually what got me on the trends. Honestly, we was in a group chat and she just was like, Well, this hit, this hit, this this been hitting this, this, this. So I'm playing this again tonight. So I'm like, damn, I'm playing that too. Shit. And that shit hit. So the next Hubble game, I forgot what it was. I wanna say it was Chris Paul points and rebounds. For for a minute it was like it was like at fourteen and a half, fifteen and a half. I mean no 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 no. I'm lying. Yeah, yeah, points and rebounds. For a minute it was like at fourteen and a half, fifteen and a half. 16 it, it was just low as fuck it was just floating around low as fuck for a minute i'm gonna say like 21 or 22 yeah 21 because we ain't been in the group chat i'm in now sports brand. yeah this has been it's been since like 21 so um but she the one put me on that it was chris paul and we, and we kept betting every time they played every time Was it 21? It might not have been 21. I can't remember. I, it was it was before Nato, but like I said, and then that's and then she just kept finding different ones. So that's who like I won't say I don't, I don't know if she invented it, but she for sure but bought it to me, and I ran with it and I still and like I say I use that for sure. Um. Bogey. Bogey is a good example of a trend last year. His PRA. They kept this nigga. I think I talked about it before, but they like I said, they kept him low. He was floating low, but was his, he was scoring alone 21 points per game. So you're going to keep this nigga at 23 and a half, 24 and a half PRA, and he's already scoring 20 points? 
of course I'm hammering that every time. And it never and the price never was bad. The price never was bad. And and then I what I also do is his points and rebounds. Because he was good for fu- for four fucking rebounds. So his points and rebounds always was who the fuck is this? His points and rebounds was always low. At around like 17 and a half, 18 and a half. So if they had if they had the points rebounds and assists high, I just bet the points and rebounds. If they had the points rebounds and assists high higher, like once the niggas was hammering it, they started having that shit upwards, like 27, 28. Um, then I just do points and rebounds. And they had that at about 20. 21. Some shit like that. He gonna get that off points. I I I know I for sure I talked about Lamella Ball assists. That's I I feel like that's my most that's that was my bread and butter. I think I made the most money off that. Like as far as a prop, like as far as playing one prop. No, I'm lying. The most I made off one prop, or like a like I say one player, is Rudy Gobert. 21-22 season. Yeah, 21-22 season. Points, rebounds, or rebounds. Never did points, rebounds, and assists. I, I, I know, I'm lying. I did do points, rebounds, and assists sometimes. But, but mainly points, rebounds, and rebounds. It wouldn't miss. 22. 22-23, I think I bet that every night. Any night he played. Any night he played and I was betting, I bet either his rebounds or points and rebounds. They was having his shit at 20. He was getting fucking 13, 14, 15, 16. Getting 16 rebounds a night. Of course, they ain't going to make four points. Only got to get 20. They had they had him like he was going to get 10-10 and 10 or couldn't get the double-double, whatever. I, I can't complain, but I but yeah, that's definitely the most I made off a of nigga. Definitely, Rudy Gobert, Deion. I was doing points, rebounds with DeAndre Ayton, but he just wasn't he wasn't consistent like Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert was every night. Every night, unless they unless they was on a back to back, or unless they was on a, um, if he was fresh off an of injury, like if he sat out a couple games and then came, I didn't bet it then, or it was just a night that I didn't bet, or like a week I didn't bet, or whatever, I was taking time off. But I twenty two twenty two twenty three season killed them on that for sure. On my pick, it my shit like plus eighty percent. Uh. Return on investment off that nigga. Killed them off that. People be trying to get too fancy. They they see they see they see a nigga hit one lotto. That's all they want to do. I'm trying to hit the big money. Niggas don't even know. Nigga, you hit that money. You ain't never hit that money before. You hit that money. They gonna lock your account up. You ain't getting shit. That's another thing. I'm I might go back to tickets. I might go back to going down there. I be seeing, I be seeing um, too many casinos playing with niggas. Fuck the account. I might have to start going just back down there, huh? What's good? 
the only the only thing the only reason I don't like the tickets or or you know still might put money on my account is because nigga you might get some shit like you want to put in right now. You know what I'm saying? It might be some shit. Or or after you get your tickets, you ain't you ain't trying to keep back driving driving back and forth down there. See, I was doing that. That's why I'm on shit right now, cause I was I was doing that shit. I was going back and forth two, three, four times a day. Going down there in the morning. Nigga, go down there after work. Oh nah, what? When they didn't have no app and it was just tickets in, in Detroit, Michigan, I swear to God, I was hitting that bitch at least twice a day. Swear to God. I remember when it, when it first came here. When it first came here, um, I was I showed, like, you know, I took, like, me and my ex went. We, we put the tickets in, boom, boom, boom. Went home, whatever. The games played, we lost. Nigga, before work, I went back to that bitch. She like, damn, you ain't take me? No, nigga, I'm on a mission. Like, I was hitting that bitch multiple times a day. I was leaving work, going to that bitch. I was leaving leaving work while I'm on the clock. Like, nigga, I got, hell no, I got to go put my tickets in. Like, that's the only thing about the tickets. is The, the, the app make it so much, they make it so much more convenient. It just make it so much more convenient. Cause you don't gotta drive, you don't gotta shit, you don't gotta talk to nobody, you don't gotta park, you don't gotta walk, you don't gotta you go down to the casino, you gotta find parking. Then you find parking, you gotta walk through the casino. It's not like you just walk in there, you at the you at the sports book. You gotta walk, you gotta walk through the casino. I mean you gotta walk through security, then walk through the casino, walk through the casino, then you gotta wait in line at the sports book. Then even then you, you might it might be some open um kiosk, but that bitch be so crowded. That bitch be so crowded, nigga. I, before they had the app, it used to be a line out that bitch. Oh my god! Before they had the app, star it used to be NFL Sunday. Niggas was driving from Ohio to come put in their tickets up here. But niggas was driving from Ohio to put their tickets in up here. Um, Ohio and Indiana. No, I'm lying. I never met no niggas from Indiana, but I definitely met some niggas from. I met I met a bunch of old heads, like old niggas that was into that shit. Like they was bringing cheese. Like he like nigga. This a this a group. <laughs> A group effort, like you know, like me and my partners. That's how they was talking. Like me and my partners rounded this up. They was older niggas. It was like 50s, 60s. And they was rounding up money and all of that to place on NFL. They they wasn't playing with it. I ain't gonna lie, but it used to be a line out of like out. Like I'm not talking about out of my fucking out the sports book. And and this is to use kiosks. Let me mind mind that. 
Don't forget that fact. This is to use the kiosk. This is not even a line for the actual sports, but these are lines to use a kiosk. The line used to be out past the security. So you standing in line to get into the hotel. The line used to be all the way back there on NFL Sunday. That's how I would meet niggas because I'm talking to them in a line. There are niggas like, what you got? What you got? You know, niggas was definitely trying to trade picks and shit like that and trade their little sports analysis and whatever whatever the fuck they had going on. But at the end of the day, that shit just, like, on the, during them days, you, Sundays you could only go once. It wasn't no going back and forth because the line was too long. The line was long all day because niggas was in that bitch all day. You had the morning niggas doing the morning games. They might do their morning games and their night games. But then you got the niggas that's that's coming all over that's only doing the night games. So they so you get another wave. So even after all the fucking morning games, early games is over with, you got another wave of niggas for the night games. She used to be hectic. I used to have to go put my tickets in. This this what I used to do. So kiosk, so you couldn't go to the sports book, but you could go to the kiosk. So I used to go to the kiosk at about one in the morning, two in the morning, like clockwork. Every time. I used to go to the sports book one in the morning, two in the morning. Put my put my NFL bets in. And my NBA bets if there was some games on Sundays that I wanted to um bet on. But I used to, I used to go at like one, two in the morning. There's nobody there. It's peaceful. I ain't gonna say it wasn't nobody there because it's the weekend. But that's a lie. It's people there. But it's not it's not a long ass line. You walk right in, do 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 print your shit, put your I mean put your money in, print your shit, you out. They tell me about see back the back then I was doing outrageous shit. I was doing outrageous betting. I didn't have no Bankroll. I didn't have no money management as far as betting went. So I, I was doing a hundred dollars in five dollar parlays, or a hundred dollars in ten dollar parlays, like shit like that. So I'm standing there about a half an hour, or if I got my shit wrote down, that's taking that's not gonna time down. But you're still standing there because you gotta put all that shit in. You want to make sure your shit right. I grab me a little coffee and shit. And I, I stopped going on Sundays for sure. Only the only way I go on Sunday is if I was just watching the game. I'm not standing in the line to put the tickets in. And then you can't. Then you down there can't even sit down in that bitch. Like before the app, there wasn't no sitting down at that bitch. Niggas wanted to sit right there so they could collect their money right when the game was over with. You know the app. You win your money in your account. No, them niggas like nigga. I gotta see this shit because the second, the second, the fourth quarter come, the second that bitch say zero zero zero, I want my cheese, nigga. I I I watched the NBA finals game there. I can't I can't fucking remember. It was the NBA finals game. I bet I bet on that shit too, but I can't remember what game. I can't remember what it was. But it was before work. I went down that bitch to watch the game. That bitch was so fucking packed. I ain't gonna lie. 
Motor City, Motor City did that big one with the, uh, with the, uh, Motor City, um, FanDuel Sportsbook shit. For generations. They killed him with that. My man's be sending a hundred, uh, a hundred videos a fucking day. Her videos are bullshit. It don't even be shit you want to see. Like sometimes, sometimes it might be like some sports or some shit. But sometimes it be bullshit. Like, bro, stop sending me all that shit. Then, then, it, it, like, you know how you don't react to some shit. Nigga might stop sending them. This nigga don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck at all. All right, man. I'm about to finish smoking my blunt, man. Make sure y'all, make sure y'all tune in to the, make sure y'all tune in to the Rumble in the Jungle. This week, streaming at 9 a.m. on Saturday, September 2nd. It is the Rumble in the Jungle. The number one Rams against the number two Commanders. If you ain't never watched soccer, if you ain't never watched soccer, this the match you want to watch. This is the match you want to watch. No bigger, it's no big, it's no bigger, it's no bigger fucking sports competition that's gonna be on TV this year. You won't see anything bigger than than the Rumble in the Jungle this week. Matter of fact, don't even fucking watch it. Come up there. You are gonna have to see that shit live. This shit is gonna be history. Matter of fact, I'm about to order me a fucking battery for my camera. This is gonna be fucking history. Make sure you tune in Twitch slash TV. I mean, twitch.tv slash soccer dad. Instead of an E, it's a three. If you don't got no Twitch account, just type that in. Boom. If we live, just click play. You're going to see. You're going to watch it. If you got Twitch, follow me. You're going to get the notification. You click the notification. Boom. You in. Now, I don't got no overlay that got the scores or no, no shit like that. So, you just got to listen for me to tell you, like, it's the score game. Make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all support the commanders. Make sure y'all listen to this and support this.